0: Soaring in from high above Eastern Michigan
1: University, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast with your hosts, Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. They'd love to get it into Nash's hands, and they do. Oh, they do. Well, knocked away, stolen by Parker. Oh, there it is. Here comes George to Kobe Bryant. Bryant
0: inside, it's good, it's good. Tie game. A one-point game. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta go shot Final here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Kobe
1: Bryant has hit a shot! Another week, a, another exciting show in store for you. Welcome inside the Eastern Insider. I'm Greg Center I'm Alex Jewell. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We start you off with the loss, of course, of Kobe Bryant over the weekend. Our thoughts certainly go out to his family, all his throngs of fans, as well as the eight others that perished in the helicopter crash out in California. Basketball forever was changed in a lot of ways and you look at his impact not only on that game but on so many other sports that we'll we'll see how the effects go but uh, a a truly stunning Sunday that we all were witness to
0: stunning for sure and I think that of course whether it's uh, tossing a piece of paper into a trash can and saying Kobe or actually looking at the effect that he had on the game of basketball no doubt that uh, he was impactful and so while He's not directly tied to Eastern Michigan. I think that he is directly tied to the game that so many of us love. And it's really sad because I don't think we're going to get to see, obviously, we won't get to see now, the impact that he leaves after his basketball career. For those that don't know, so heavily involved in advocating for women's basketball, for example, four daughters, all of which play the game of basketball. And, of course, one killed tragically yesterday, but so Uh, important for the advocacy of that sport, which is something that, of course, we stand for here at Eastern and and try to champion as well. Getting into the business world investments, it would have been interesting to see what he could provide uh, with the status that he he certainly had for the world and and our country. But unfortunately, a terrible loss. And like you said, Greg, anybody that's affected, of course, we send our condolences to most importantly him and, and his family and those other families that were affected as well.
1: Very well said, Alex. As you look at it, no basketball this week that we have on the show, but we'll make sure uh, to get their thoughts and impacts as we move along and continue the discussion on uh, Kobe Bryant's impact on sports and culture in America. This week, we turn our attention a little closer to home. Uh, First, we'll be joined by Senior Associate Athletic Director for Development. Dan McLean. will join us as... Year six of the Eastern Michigan Thank-A-Thon that happened on Sunday. If you don't know what the Thankathon is, it's really the Eastern Department way of saying thank you to its donors student athletes call uh, all donors that uh, gave the uh, department during the 2019 fiscal year uh, so if you didn't get your phone call it means you probably didn't donate so what are you waiting for so uh, we get thoughts on dan and just some uh, impacts that the the department has made financially because of those uh, donations the last few years and really Kind of what could still be in store with a few more pieces of the puzzle coming in uh, with cash flow. Absolutely. And turning
0: from more of a somber topic to an incredibly exciting and happy topic with the Venkathon, it's so great to see our student athletes and our administration being able to connect with those who back the university financially. Uh, We have a great growing group of donors and supporters, whether somebody's giving $10 or somebody's giving $100,000. I know that I can speak for you too, Greg, when I say thank you to all those listeners. We have a lot of listeners who are also donors. uh, So I know that we didn't make any phone calls yesterday. We did some recording of the phone calls and taping some student athletes for a video, but we are thankful as well. And it's so great to hear about All the new things, because when you look at the Student Athlete Performance Center, the golf announcement by Game Above, and we're going to talk to a golfer today about some of the impact of that. All the things that are happening on the athletic side of things on campus, that's all made possible by the generosity of so many alums, fans, supporters. And so, really, all the exciting things that are going on at Eastern. Our thanks to those people, the athletic department, us in our roles, we only do so much. It's only possible because of people like our donors and it's so exciting to to get to talk to Dan about them and the impact that they're really making on the university. And it's really their legacy that they're leaving.
1: It is. We cannot thank uh, people enough for their donations. And anybody who listens to this podcast knows that our office uh, is vastly thankful for the uh, donations that we've been able to get over the years working in a office named after Jim Streeter that was thankful enough to be given by a lot of donors. And uh, I I know there's so many other endowments and every other office that you can think of that could still be named. So uh, our tip of the cap to all of you that listen and as well is write a check. This week, as Alex mentioned, Julia Stevens on the program. I'll say I'm a hack on the golf course at at maybe best. Uh, she is far from it, uh, has has really worked on her game, was a student athlete that was golf was she was good at, but I wouldn't say it was her only calling. She was also really good at softball coming out of high school and has turned that into uh, a way to be a team leader, a captain, and really now on track. Uh, to do a lot of great things on the course. Julia Stevenson will join us and really talk about the team's trip this weekend as they get their season going.
0: Yeah, they're heading down to Florida. I'm a little bit jealous. I know you're a little bit jealous, but it won't be long until we're out at Eagle Crest, you know, taking up some huge divots, maybe... Aiming at some animals, not on purpose. Uh, of course, we all know that story, Greg. And uh, But it's so great to hear from Julia Stevenson, a senior. It's so interesting when we talk to athletes throughout their development here at Eastern Michigan to hear from somebody going as an underclassman and now as a senior. She really approaches the game from more of a mental standpoint now, as well as the physical talks about how much of an emphasis Stephanie Jennings, their head coach, puts on that. So to hear those progressions and hear why she's been so successful is really, really incredible.
1: And then we also see the return of Peanuts Gallery this week as Nicole Romedios catches up with Casey Gavigan from Swimming and Diving as they put a cap on their season, uh, an oddity that they will have Senior Day this weekend against themselves.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a scheduling conflict came up, but I'll tell you what, that's par for the course for head coach Derek Perkins and the swim and dive team. You know, when adversity hits, they have made the most of it. I mean, you're talking about a team that walks out to fog machines and Metallica at their home events, so I'm sure that whether they're swimming against them against themselves or a different team, they're going to make the most of it this weekend. If you haven't gotten a chance to see them, it'd be a good opportunity to head out to Jones Natatorium to see them this weekend. But I'm interested to see. It's great to have Peanut back on and to talking uh, to another student-athlete. Like I said, Greg, it, it's just, it can't we can't get enough of hearing from our student-athletes and hearing kind of what makes them tick and what makes them successful. And really, whether it's me, you, anybody listening, they've got a lot to a lot to learn from our student athletes. So really sit back and listen and enjoy that.
1: It's a good feature as this week, a limited schedule at home. Uh, You don't get anything on the home schedule until Saturday. You see women's basketball in Toledo on Wednesday night. Men's track up in action at the Jack Skog Invitational in Mount Pleasant on Friday. Then you get, uh, as we mentioned, women's swimming and diving. They host Senior Day 1 o'clock at Jones Natatorium. Women's basketball will be on the road in the jar. They're at the James A. Rhodes Arena at 2 o'clock. Tip for uh, women's basketball against Akron. The men will be home against Toledo at 2 o'clock. That game is is exciting because uh, season ticket holders and bull buyers excited to get come back and you can get a piece of the wall that was used at Ford Field. You, big fella, set that thing up.
0: Oh, I, well, I can't take credit. There's a lot of people that have put in a lot of hard work uh, to make it happen really another opportunity just to thank all of those who supported the football team at the quick lane bowl. It was such an incredible experience. We've talked a lot about it, Um, but a great chance. If you bought tickets to the quick lane bowl, come out, you're going to get a a basketball game to see the student athletes in our basketball program. And of course, like uh, you just said, you'll take home a piece of the brick wall that was used at the quick lane bowl. And I know I speak for a lot of people when I say, you know, you can buy a picture from the quick lane bowl or a t-shirt, but to have a piece of that history... Uh, is a fantastic opportunity. I know I'm going to be first in line to get a piece for my office here, and we hope that a bunch of people uh, will come out as well.
1: Yeah, we hope you do. If you have uh, children that are in eighth grade or younger, you can also post-game come on the court and do a layup with them. You just have to sign a little waivers, and then you can go out and make your layup, shoot a free throw, whatever you're so inclined to do. Just uh, make sure it goes in the cylinder. Much unlike what I usually do when we practice pregame? Well,
0: there's a reason that we are paid to stat the basketball games and not play in the basketball games. So. I think they're going to keep us off the court on Saturday.
1: Well, I'll be off the court anyways, because I'll be back behind the television cameras. You'll be on this on, in Akron. So uh, you'll be telling us all of the uh, play-by-play calls from the Rubber City. And then we can't also forget it is gymnastics on Super Bowl Sunday. They will be at Lindenwood as the Eagles look to get back on the right side of the win streak. Uh, final seconds here. Uh, you look at it. 49ers? No.
0: No, absolutely oh. not. You know why Greg? Because we have a great former Midland High Chemic, I'm an alumnus of that school obviously, a great former Eastern Michigan Eagle, also an alumnus of that school, Andrew Wiley playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to bring it home. Plus you add in the Andy Reed story, sentimental story. You want the guy to get a win, he's just he's a he's an average man. He celebrates with cheeseburgers. He's like me. I want the Chiefs to win, baby. I think they're taking it home.
1: I think the Chefs will win as well as we all think back to that Snickers commercial where he just couldn't paint the end zone properly. Absolutely.
0: Enjoy this week. Enjoy this podcast. And of course, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. I still think Super Bowl Monday after should be a national holiday. We'll get into that. Maybe a full episode to to debate that. We'll have to get a, a Michigan State Senator on or something to talk about that. But of course, enjoy the week and enjoy your Super Bowl. And we'll talk to you next monday to see if our predictions came true
1: it's never enough to say thank you but emu athletics trying to do so today with the sixth annual thank-a-thon going on Inside the press box at Rainierston Stadium, joined alongside senior associate AD Dan McLean. You look at an events like this and you started it six years ago. It was just kind of growing and, and getting donors back involved because for a while, people weren't thanking the donors mm-hmm. who who had been giving so much back to EMU.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the best things that we do. It's wonderful for our student athletes. It's great for our donors. Uh, just a perfect connection point to do annually every year and thank those calendar year donors uh, from the previous year for their support. So whether someone gave on January 1st or they gave on December 31st, they're getting a thank you call for supporting uh, one of our varsity sports at EMU.
1: One of the changes from a year ago, you guys rebranded going from from Eagles Prime to the Eastern Athletic Fund, and certainly numbers were greatly improved from the year before. Talk about the success of the fundraising
2: arm of EMU Athletics. Has grown under your tenure? Yeah, most definitely. So it's uh, uh, really all credit to our alumni and folks that kind of just believe, uh, you know, that things are going the right way and want to get behind our student-athletes, behind our coaches. And uh, it's just been really thrilling uh, to see that former uh, student-athlete involvement You know, that kind of culminated with the first all sports reunion, having almost 400 of them back. That's an event we'll do next year. Um, And just really uh, uh, gratifying to see um, that belief kind of turn into action where there's just uh, more and more involvement, more and more support. And obviously, facilities like the Student Athlete Performance Center uh, that are done facilities on the horizon, like the Game Above Golf Performance Center. And, And that's just kind of the start. Of, uh, of all the different fun things that we'll have coming on West Campus.
1: You look at it, 60 student-athletes here today, all 18 teams represented, calling uh, donors big and small. What's kind of the highlight that you were able to see watching kids make those calls to, to some of the people that, that they may have idolized?
2: Yeah, great question. So my, uh, my, my favorite part about it is when we're able to connect alumni um from the sports so the former student athletes with the current student athletes so when a uh, volleyball player is calling you know a, a former volleyball player when a football player is calling a former football player and they do make that connection and the phone call gets picked up and then they end up you know finding out stuff about each other whether it's a similarity of a hotel a hometown or um, that they like in football's case went to the bowl game or in uh, any other sports case, uh, like track and field. Yesterday we had the Can Am, mm-hmm. uh, the second annual Can Am, and you know we've got uh, a lot of alumni came to that. That are donors that got phone calls today. Um, so just getting to see those connections get made, uh, and then from our general base, you know people that just have the stories about why EMU athletics matters to them. Uh, maybe it's a story from back in the day when they were on campus. Maybe they were in the band. Uh, maybe it's dance or cheer. Or just a general student who loved coming to basketball games, football games. And, uh, and still enjoys it today.
0: Obviously, Dan, the most important part of today is thanking those donors that believe, like you said, in Eastern Michigan, what we're doing here as a department. But Greg and I were just sitting with a couple of our student athletes, most notably Juanita Augusto. We talked about what does it mean to her when she looks down on a piece of paper and physically sees the list of people that believe in her team yeah. financially and are willing to put in their hard-earned money to, to give to that program and, and others. And she looked at us and said, I've never thought of it that way, but I would look down at that. It just makes me want to play that much harder, makes me want to win that much more. When you hear that, what's your reaction?
2: Yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, we, I don't think we could ask for for anything more from that realization. And, and that's one of the goals um, of the Thankathon is is for the student-athletes to realize um, that Eastern Michigan is invested in their success and that there are people um, connected to Eastern Michigan um, that are invested in their success. So um, th- that's just wonderful. And, and people showing up in the stands, uh, people making donations. It really does uh, make a difference. And, you know, there's the old adage of, adage of it takes a village um, and athletics is, is certainly that um, makes a difference when you come to games, makes a difference when you become a donor. And uh, just awesome to kind of get to watch and see that realization uh, of student-athletes taking that next step because it can only elevate um, the way that they prepare, uh, the way that they care, um, and that's, you know, everywhere, classroom, community, competition
1: everybody sees of course the the splash that game above has been able to provide the athletic department and the university as a whole and we cannot thank that group enough for what they're doing and still will do for this department but i think the other thing people don't realize is as you wrap up year 6 of a staff all in campaign it's CMU athletic staff also putting their money where their mouth is to be able to give back to the university they work for as well, right?
2: Yeah, great uh, great point, Greg. So that's uh, something that we are really proud of is when the uh, faculty staff campaign gets going, um, we get after in athletics, and we are six years running, uh, 100% all in and uh, obviously that, that also makes us the uh, highest participating unit on campus as, uh, as you can't surpass uh 100%. So, well, you um,
1: could you could try. You could find a few more people to <laughs> donate. Yeah.
2: Good point. We got to uh maybe we'll dip and see if we can't get to 110 next year. Um uh, but no, great great call because uh you know, uh, coaches, staff, administration, um everybody really cares and puts so much into their jobs and uh to give something out of their personal paycheck that goes above and beyond and be able to give that Wherever in the university uh, that means the most to them, whether it's their sport, another sport, an academic unit, an academic pursuit, um, everybody's doing that and, and finding something that means to them. So it's a a really great testament um, to the really athletic director leadership on down and everybody participating.
1: As you look at the student athlete performance centers, we sit here in the press box with Dan McLean. As you you think about the 12 18 months ago when that building wasn't quite a reality and think of the golf facility that will soon follow this over there what are still some priorities that you uh, have on your plate that you'd like to see of course people have said everything from the indoor track to an outdoor track uh personal preference I'd like to see a new press box. Yeah. Uh how, like how, how do people go about if they want to want to set up a plan and help for specific campaigns? How do how can they reach out to you or Britta to start those kind of fundraising events?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh so uh Britta and I, uh, Britta Brown our assistant athletic director for development. Um we really are here to uh, connect with alumni, connect with fans, connect with donors. On what their passion is, Um, so you know one example of that uh, that that comes to mind is um, Ed Mazinski. You know Ed is a football alumni, very passionate, involved in the E Club, and Ed wanted to help out the equipment room. You know where where uh, Ben runs the shop, and uh, Alex was uh, an assistant in before coming over to the media relations side. A good side, yes, indeed. (laughs) And you know that uh, you know he took that idea and that passion, and and is you know created an endowment uh, for the equipment room. Um, so you know whatever is in someone 's heart uh, th- that 's what we want to follow that 's what we want to chase and and that 's where we want to invest and really just continue to transform West Campus. Uh, the performance center is a great step the golf facility will be another great step, um, but man, there is still so much uh, that we can do over here with this great footprint, uh, whether it's track and field um, you know with lacrosse coming on uh, you know we 'll have a, a soccer lacrosse field and look for support for them. Baseball could use an indoor space as we're looking out here at the snow. Um, Wouldn't it be phenomenal if they had a place where they could go in and, you know, take indoor infield and pitch and hit all year long and swipe in on their own and um, get that extra uh, work in that hitters need and hitters want. Um, Track and field, you know, obviously we were in Bowen Fieldhouse yesterday again for the Can-Am and uh, Bowen is nostalgic uh, but but Bowen is uh, also fifty or sixty years old, um, so with all that uh, nostalgia comes uh, um, funny things. <laughs> so we we'd love to be able to get track and field over here on West Campus uh, potentially, uh, you know, new indoor, new outdoor, um, and then we'll see what's next. You know, the, the convocation center is still a beautiful, great facility, uh, but we want to upgrade the Hall of Fame. Uh, that's something definitely on the radar and, and something that we can make happen. Uh, in relative short order, uh, as we've been fundraising for that for the last few years, and, and have some pretty good support behind.
1: Dan, appreciate your time. Congrats on the Thankathon again, and the continued success. Now we're just one Mega Million stick away from the Alex Jewell West Campus, uh, uh, as he's already yes. committed as soon as he wins it. Uh, can we get that on tape, right? Absolutely. I I've never actually had this conversation
0: with Dan. Don't worry. As soon as I hit the Mega Millions, we will have a new press box. It'll be nine stories high Yes, with okay. one condition, Dan. Right. The top floor is the Alex Jewell Penthouse. Everything else, <laughs> you and Britta, Greg, can fight over. I just want a place to go home to after a long day in the media relations office that's still right here on our beautiful campus. So I know we appreciate you and all of our donors uh, from all of us here at Eastern Michigan. Can't thank you guys enough.
2: I like it. Let's make that a condo. Let, let's make it a full-time residence. Absolutely. The uh, the Alex Jewel Penthouse, and uh, maybe on game days we can turn it into a uh, entertainment space. Uh, but that's a phenomenal plan. Love it. I appreciate both of you.
1: Snow's still on the ground, but it's time to think warm as golf season quickly approaches. Women's golf senior Julia Stevenson joins us. First off, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. As you get ready to head to Florida this weekend to get uh, match play underway, what's the difference going into this portion of your senior year, the, the championship portion, than the fall that you looked at? I
3: think including the whole team, everyone's more motivated and ready to go. And we've got some more equipment this season to work on so everyone's been practicing even harder and I think all of us are ready to come out and keep the momentum going from having two tournament wins last season so everyone's ready to get it rocking.
1: You mentioned new equipment this year Uh, with the new student athlete performance center opening women's uh, rowing vacates. What was the space that you guys now currently occupy? You've got a putting green and some track men equipment. Uh, What's been the biggest change in in having a a room like that to be able to go to?
3: I mean, it's just nice having something close to campus, being able to go on your free time and Our practices are there now, so it's nice to just have an indoor space to be working on different aspects of our game that we weren't able to work on in previous years.
0: And then on top of new equipment, it's obviously an exciting time for the golf program. For those that haven't heard, of course, Game Above and the athletic department announced that there will be a new $8 million golf facility going in here at Eastern Michigan. I know you're a senior, so you won't necessarily see the benefits of that personally, but when you think about the groups of players that'll come after you and some of your teammates now that'll have a chance to utilize a facility like that. How much is that going to mean for the development of the Eastern golf program?
3: I mean, first I just want to say thank you to game above. It's means so much to the program. And I think for people coming in, it's more exciting and more motivation to get working harder and being able to do things we weren't able to do before. So, even know, I'm not going to be here. I'm excited to see where the program can go, considering this is something that is huge. And they're trying to make it they're trying to go above and beyond with this facility, from what I've heard. And I'm very excited to see it be built.
1: Uh, one of the differences that uh, you've had during your career is a change in coaches as uh, Coach Jennings now in charge her second year. What is she meant to this team and how does she maybe do things differently than, than when you first started?
3: she's definitely gotten her feet on the ground and now she's she's ready to go and I can tell that the way she goes about practices and you know everyone's mentality towards the season you know she's trying to keep everyone positive and you know she does what she calls vision boards and you know people write sayings or words on it to just keep us motivated and keep our mindset in the game of golf and you know anything to help us get better. And, you know, she's always coming up with new ways for to keep us engaged and challenges, you know, just to keep that competitive side going. So she's definitely made an impact keeping everyone engaged and having a fun time.
1: I know one of the things that her and I have talked about is your growth. And uh, you come in as a freshman and you were still learning the game of golf in a lot of different ways. And now as a senior, your game in scoring average certainly proves that. How have you changed over the last four years?
3: So definitely coming in as a freshman, I, you know, it's an adjustment for everyone, I would say. Um, it's definitely taken me a couple of years to realize what I wanted to do for myself and for my team. So now this is my last year. I, I would say, you know, my work ethic and my motivation has gotten much stronger, considering like I want to go on a strong note, but also keep helping my team and contribute in any way possible.
0: We certainly have a lot of golfers that are listening, but we have a lot of non-golfers that listen too. And I think for those that might not be as familiar with the game, you talk about something like a vision board and really the mental approach to the game. And a lot of people don't I see the physical side of the game and maybe can do that. But one of the most challenging parts is certainly the mental aspect of the game. How important has it been for you to work on grooming that, along with your athletic ability, to really see that scoring average come down and to see better results on the course.
3: I say definitely. Even with um, Coach Jennings being here, she has helped me a lot with my mental game and just keeping a positive aspect out there and understanding that you know not every shot is going to be perfect and I can come back. You know, not not necessarily always comparing to what you've done before, but realizing that you can come back and you can do things, you know, and not get down on yourself right away, you know, when you probably have like 35 more holes to play. So she's definitely helped me keep the mental game strong. And I would say this season, it's definitely gotten a lot better.
1: Your team will take on a match play tournament as they open the spring campaign. How much different do you have to have a mentality going into match play versus the regular stroke play that you're accustomed to?
3: Well, I remember when I first played match play, my mindset was all over the place. I didn't really know how to play, but now being able to play more match play tournaments has definitely helped me. But comparing it to stroke play and then going to match play, for me, I can't think about what the other girl is doing that I'm going against. It's more just trying to beat the course and get the lowest score possible on the whole. So for me, it's just going out there, playing my game and doing the best I can.
1: Here with Julia Stevenson, Alex Jewell, Greg Steiner. As we look at uh, women's golf and your career, thinking back uh, amongst the accomplishments that this team has been able to do, what kind of is your proudest moment as an Eagle?
3: Um, I would say this past fall, winning our home tournament. I mean, I think that's something every team wants to do when they host a tournament, going out there and you know proving to everyone that this is our home course and we can play it and we can win. So I think that was a really great moment for all of us. I know everyone was super proud of everyone at the end of the day. We were all just super happy we were able to come out and do it, and everyone played really well.
0: Yeah, I know. That was a fantastic moment for Greg and I as well, being out there, getting to see you guys, kind of bring that to fruition. I know that uh, we're all behind you, and we know with Coach Jennings and, and you at the helm this year, there's certainly a lot of positives that will be coming the way for the women's golf program. We're going to get you out here because you've got a trip down to sunny Florida where for the listeners at home, she was just complaining before the interview that it's only going to be low 70s as we're sitting here in the middle of Michigan and it's, what, in the 20s right now? Yeah,
1: there was snow falling yesterday. (laughs) But
0: nonetheless, you're going to go down to Florida. Good luck this weekend as you travel down there. Like you said, continue to uh, push forward both physically and mentally, get some wins for us. And we look forward to seeing how the season goes for you.
3: Yes, thank you so much. Glad to be here. Go Eagles!
4: Hey guys, it's Nicole Remedios and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery and today I'm joined with Casey. Hey Casey. Hey, what's up? Uh, just to let the viewers, listeners know uh, what sport you pl- are on. Um, I'm on the women's swim team. And what do you compete in? Is that
5: the proper terminology? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a backstroker and I just recently picked up the five under free. Oh, like recent this year? Yeah, this year. You like it? um it's new you know it's it's um it's a good experience like the training yeah. is definitely a lot different it's like a little bit harder but I think it'll help with my uh backstroke yeah
4: pressure. we got those back muscles yeah I like go swimming in the summer in the pool and I'm done within five minutes I don't know how <laughs> you guys do it
5: yeah it's tough but um we've just been doing it for a long time yeah. so and we all help each other out
4: yeah so. awesome well swim what kind of what why'd you choose swim um, Has it been something since you were younger? Yeah, or? I've been
5: doing it since I was, like, pretty young, like, six or seven. Um, my dad's whole family when he was younger swam, so it kind of was just, like, I was just kind of, like, in the family. Yeah. Like, ran with the family. So I did a bunch of other sports when I was younger, and then I ended up just being, like, kind of the best at swimming, so I just kind of stuck with that. Nice. Um And then I realized once I was in, uh, like, a freshman in high school that I could definitely, like, swim in college and yeah. go D1, and so that was the goal, and... Here I am, senior year, so. I know, I was going to
4: say, senior we are both seniors. Mm. We lived in the village. Yeah. <laughs> you were F, too, right? Mm-hmm. Building F? Yeah. Kind of looking back, like, is it, are you sad? Is it
5: kind of, like, bittersweet? Um, definitely bittersweet, yeah. Swimming has just been, like, such a constant in my life, and, like, it's just going to be a weird life adjustment. Yeah. Um, not doing it anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, freshman year was super fun. Yep. I it just, it just. Everyone always says that it goes by so fast, and like you never believe them. You never believe them. Yeah, no. You're always you're like, oh, oh it's fine. yeah. <laughs> but then you're at senior year and your you're second semester, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, this is it. It, it um, is going by pretty well, fast. Yeah. Is this
4: it? I've heard some
5: news. <laughs> um, yeah, I just. Recently made my um trial cut, so I'm still going to be swimming
4: until, like, June. Ooh, but, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I also heard other news, that you qualified for something big. Yeah, I qualified for Olympic trials, and so it's in... Okay, it's wait, the, wait. Everyone, sorry. she qualified for Olympic trials. <laughs> That's not just a... Uh, yeah, I just qualified. That's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. That's so... Like, are you excited? Um, What's yeah. next, kind of, um, in that
5: so process? Really, what's next is just I just have to stay and train yeah. with... um with my team here until, uh, the end of June, and then me, and if anyone else makes it, like, any of the underclassmen, or any of the other seniors that make it, like, um, during the summer meets, then we'll go, yeah. um, to Omaha, and, um, Derek oh will hope. come, yeah, awesome. so, yeah, I that's,
4: mean, like, that's so cool, and yeah, it's so a cool. t- road to Tokyo sort of thing,
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, like, that would be, like, super cool, but just really getting to Trials McChiles yeah. was, like, a gold mine since I was, like, 10, like,
4: well, Listen, if you make it to Tokyo, I'll be there. Whatever you okay. need, I'll come with okay. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's super cool and mm-hmm. awesome. And I uh, like, well, good luck in that, Thank you. obviously. So, a little fun, more fun questions. Um, this one I get asked a lot. I don't okay. know why it's a popular one. If you could have any superhero power, what would it be?
5: Um, I think I would have the. I would want the power to be able to, like, transport
4: places. Okay, like, teleportation. Yeah, like,
5: I live, I live really far away, so I live in Yeah, New where York are you from? I'm from New York. Okay, awesome. And so, like, I always have to, like, travel back yeah. and forth places, and, like, just being able to go, like, anywhere I want, like, snap my fingers would be yeah. awesome. No planes or long car rides. Yeah, bus
4: trips. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, <laughs> or bus not trips. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I think, though, your superpower should be to breathe underwater. Oh, true. Yeah, that would be cool. But then would it be, like, cheating? Definitely Maybe, yeah. but we just, we just wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah, I'd have to keep it a secret, for sure. I'd have yeah. to fake it. Yeah, just come up for air, like, once in a while, like, over-exaggerate <laughs> it. And then um, some kind of would-you-rathers. I found these. Okay. I thought they are pretty fitting for a swimmer. So, okay. Before a race, would you rather lose your cap or break your goggles?
5: Um... I feel like I'd rather break my goggles. I feel like the person behind me would like always
4: <laughs> give me their you know, goggles. Yeah, yeah for That's sure. That's probably. I think I would do goggles too, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, but does the hair slow you down? Um, yeah, for sure. It would It'd just yeah. drag, you, yeah. drag your neck back. <laughs> and then also, because swim meets are pretty long, right? Yeah. A little bit. Mm, a few so hours. would you rather have a back to back to back like swim or? race mm-hmm. or wait like three hours between your next race mm, that's tough because you get cold you gotta do all your yeah. slap get ready to go <laughs> again um I'd probably rather it be
5: further apart just okay. to have like longer time to recover yeah and, like warm down a little bit
4: that's true put
5: on a little sweatshirt true what <laughs> if
4: though everyone you're competing against had to do back to back um, would you choose that one still? Or still go with the few hours? I think I would still go with the few hours, smart, yeah. <laughs> smart one. And um, like you said, you're from New York. Mm-hmm. So what kind of brought you to Eastern? Um, I don't know.
5: I was like really open to going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to swim. And so I was always the kind of person in high school that was so scared of going <laughs> or like picking anywhere to go to swim. So I kind of was just like waiting for a good opportunity. Yeah. And like one day, um, Peter... Peter Lynn called me and um, the old coach and he was like, you know, I think like you should come on our green trip, like you'd like it here and my club coach from my team had connections here too, and he like really encouraged me yeah. to come here and he said it would be a good fit and so that kind of planted the seed in my head and,
4: and now you're here. Yeah, now Four I'm here. years later mm-hmm. and you're about to yeah. graduate. Yeah. You're graduating in
5: April, I'm assuming. Oh uh, yeah. Nice. And what's your major? Um I'm an extra science major, okay. but I really want to go into the nursing program after. Oh, awesome. Yeah. More school. Yeah, more school.
4: Love them. <laughs> well, um, thanks for doing this for yeah. me. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck this season. Thank you. We'll be there. Everyone, come on out. Support your swim team. Um, I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery.
0: Well, that'll do it for another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thank you, as always, to all of our guests, and most importantly, you, the listeners. We couldn't do it without you, and we're so excited to be able to bring you All things Eastern, straight from the source, every week. As always, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you download your podcast, including this year from our own website, emueagles.com slash podcasts. Make sure you stay with us every Monday. We'll be back next week, bigger and better than ever. Until then, go green, go white, and go Eastern, and have a great week. We'll see you next time.